You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Welcome to Voluntary Vixens, where Jesse and Maddie give a female voice to news and pop culture with a libertarian twist. Join us to stay informed and challenged while keeping it sane, peaceful, and most importantly, voluntary. Is that pointing at me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, you put me on the spot. <laughs> Talk about the stressful songs and the music of our lives. Uh, the finger point to have Maddie, the introvert. We're all introverts, but have Maddie, the introvert, to start us off. So, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Voluntary Vixens. This is, of course, Maddie, the one who sings too much. I'm joined, as usual, by Jesse, co-host, co-vixen, and Kim, our other vixen, when she is available and we're able to not coerce her into joining us, because we don't believe in that. (laughs) We ask her, she voluntarily says yes, and she donates her valuable time to us. Hi, Kim. Like I will ever turn down two ladies saying, hey, I need you. That's <laughs> well, not what you guys we said, but I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, is that your interpretation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I pretend. That was the so, translation. Like, if a chick says something that she totally needs me, it's like, no, I just ask you, fool. Don't even get excited. <laughs> we put up the bat signal. We put up the vixen sim- signal. And, Je- and, uh, and Kim responded. So here she is with us for another fun episode. Where we get to bitch and moan <laughs> as females. Of course, I identify as a female as I sip my wine here <sighs> and um, complain about basically uh, the world at large, other females generally, because, you know, girls suck. <laughs> yep. Yep. And a lot of them freak out when you call them females for some strange reason. <laughs> I'm like, I, that's that's what we are. Females. Is it because male is in the word and that's offensive and patriarchal or something to them? I think so. I mean, the fun thing was uh, the other last week I was doing something at work. We were installing, uh, you know, network equipment. I won't get too nerdy and bore the crap out of everybody. But so we had to like install equipment in the place that was just like the most like far leftist bastion of like women's rights right Ugh. so i'm sitting there i'm looking at the board and they literally had women's but like they took out the, the a with an x and they had what is that women herstory month oh god and i was on the board and i just looked at that i was like i cannot i can't do we this. need to get out of this building can we hurry up <laughs> i need to pull a fire alarm <laughs> i'm about to explode <laughs> oh god <laughs> it's like that's ridiculous oh god i mean it doesn't get more pandersome than that is that a word i'm gonna make it up and use it as a word (laughs) i think everybody listening knows what i mean like pandering i guess that could be used and just offensive i mean we've talked about it before jesse and i and probably kim too and i'm sure you have like to some degree on your own podcast insert lesbertarian go check it out everybody (laughs) um but like you know the constant this weird weird um on one side it's all about like this empowered new female she's so strong and fierce and she's a boss bitch lady all this stuff (laughs) 
And then really, like, literally, literally at the same exact time, it's, like, infantilizing them, and they're the victims of all of this, this, that, and whatever, and they need everybody to bow down to them so that they can be heard and that they can feel empowered. And it's like, I, I, did, did you miss your own seminar on, um, like, you being <laughs> empowered now? I thought you guys were strong and forceful and you know independent and all this stupid stuff that clearly you're not and yeah i mean everything sounds good as a slogan and then uh you know when reality calls it's not that at all how are you gonna be a, a victim you say you're a victim and you're oppressed but then at the same time oh i'm empowered i'm a strong woman that don't need no man but i'm also a victim that you should feel bad for you shouldn't come after me or say anything terrible about me because you know i'm a woman it's like you need to make up your mind whether you're a victim or you are an empowered person who is not going to give in to victimhood. It's just like they can't choose one. It's just whatever the situation goes, you know, I have to be a victim here because it'll be more beneficial, but I have to be empowered here. I'm like, just can you be one? Seriously. Yeah, and then I feel like a lot of times what I've seen with a lot of feminists is that they think that to be empowered, they have to act like the asshole man. You know what I mean? So they have to like go out of their way to be like really aggressive and that's not empowerment. Yeah. No, I mean, cause that's small, that's small dick stuff. Like when guys, yeah, that's that. why a lot of people find feminists off putting because they come off, they become the aggressors in a lot of, in a lot of senses, you know, off putting is a nice way to put it. <laughs> you know, you can't like smack them or hit them back. Like you can't like, if like two dudes were going at it. So that makes them even more like off putting and you just want to get away from them, especially for a guy. Cause you can't, you know, I mean, I guess you could punch her out, but then that opens up a whole can of worms. You probably you shouldn't. Yeah. Unless <laughs> she tried to punch you a couple times. I'm like, look, I warned you several times. If you punch me, I'm going to probably try to like put you in arm lock and break that. <laughs> just calm it down. But yeah, but I've seen women at some of these protests just like get in people's faces and scream in people's faces. I've seen like these mask Karens do that with people. Oh, uh, did you guys see that video of like that old lady? She like, um, th she threw her coffee on some dude. Jeez. No. What a psycho bitch. <laughs> did she, did she eat her own grandkids or? I don't know. Like. She probably never had children. You know, that's the kind, that's the, that's the kind of person that, you know, lures the kids into her home in the woods <laughs> and then puts them in the oven. Hundred yeah. percent, that woman. Which is crazy. I mean, we're at a point in time in history where people have neglected thought, and it's all about emotion. And you know, they'll put out a video where you know they'll throw the coffee on somebody. Or my favorite is when they'll like, "Oh yeah, I replied to Trump's tweet with something insulting," or the you know something stupid like that. And you know, people start applauding them. I'm like, "Yeah, none of these people give a shit what you just said." I don't know why. Yeah, they it's it's always these displays of being righteous and and oh yeah, I'm fighting the good fight. I'm like nothing has changed. All you had is a bunch of people like your post or cheer you on for saying something, but nothing in the world has changed because you didn't actually put it in. It's like we're living in a time where it's what you say makes you somehow uh, some sort of righteous superhero as opposed to actually doing something about the situation, you know. But I don't know. Yeah, it just 
it makes people feel better, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or I mean, like, I was literally just on Twitter, the cesspool that it is, and, um, you know, in my feed, I came across a video of Rand Paul. And it's interesting how much hate Rand Paul gets on Twitter. Like, he gets more hate than than love and support, honestly. And I think, like, people just really enjoy hating him for some reason, like, more than most people. I, uh, you know, like, people line up to the, Robble Mitt Romney's feet. Well, yeah, and it's stupid that the reasons, liber- like, the quote-unquote libertarians, I'd say, like, libertarian party libertarians hate Rand Paul. <laughs> it's just, like, I don't, you know, that's a really expensive emotion, and you shouldn't be feeling that towards somebody like Rand Paul. Yeah, I and I think it yeah. mainly comes from the fact that, you know, pe- like, the far left just know he has an R next to his name, so... It doesn't even matter if he wrote the bill for Brianna Teller. We're going to just tell him, say her name. I'm no, like, not I at all. wrote her name like a gazillion times, you morons. But it's in that situation, for libertarians, it's like a twofold thing. He's either not pure libertarian enough for libertarians that, you know, sort of lean his way. And then you got the left libertarians who think he's just too Republican for them. So it's just like he can't win anywhere. And I'm just like, you know what? It's fascinating that we have anybody who gives a crap about liberty and tends to be the person that Trump will listen to on some things. So I don't see any libertarians actually being able to speak in Trump's ear and get him to say anything uh, anti-war or any of that crap. But, you know, go ahead and crap all over Rand Paul like any of us have any power to talk to Trump to at least get him to say some stuff that the Libertarian Party either doesn't say or try to say, but they say it so quietly and like a bunch of sissies that nobody actually listens. Yeah pansies well see and my thing is like i I made a video about this like i don't know yesterday or the day before on instagram because i i just had to like tear this apart because it drives me crazy it drives me crazy when i have when i say something like the left is doing a b and c okay and it's not not cool whatever and then there's always some just mouth breather that has to be like, but Republicans are bad too. It's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> you know, so I made a video kind of making the point, like the problem that we're dealing with right now is we have these really loud people on the left. And, then, and I don't think that they're the majority of the people. They're just the very loud people from the left. They're, you know. Squeaky wheel gets the grease and they are getting the grease. Yeah, so they're the ones that are being loud and they're the ones that are causing a lot of the problems that we're seeing right now. And the reason why is because their guy didn't win. And so they're going to be really upset. And they've already said that, that they're going to make every, everybody's life a living hell until they get what they want, right? You know, like my nephews. The problem with them is they're <laughs> loud and obnoxious. And I don't like that. The problem with the uh-huh. Republicans, though... Is they're all a bunch of, you know, wussies. They won't do anything. Inconsistent, hypocritical losers that don't stand for anything. And when they do, it is totally wrong and falls short of, like, what actual liberty and freedom are about. And then they have the audacity to try and sway people like us and say that, you know, they are for those things. And it's like, look at your voting record. No, you're not. And don't even try homie but i guess i'm just really tired because being and being in the an anarchist 
You're just not going to be on any side. But if you criticize one side, no. there's always got to be somebody that's like, and it's all, it's always almost always a libertarian too. It drives me crazy trying to point out how messed up the other side that you didn't criticize is. And I'm like, I get it. Okay. I just didn't have I get to it. You're autistic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mention both sides at the same time, but you I'm know, sorry. I didn't write a thesis. I'm more annoyed. And go into a two hour seminar with you about yeah. why both sides suck so much equally or or unequally and just in great detail about why each side sucks so much it's like yeah, yeah. <sighs> and, you know some days i'm more annoyed by one side and other days i'm side i'm annoyed by the other side it just you know i don't need to i don't i'm annoyed that i am that it's like implied by people that if you show your annoyance at one side that you have to somehow say but i also don't like the other side <laughs> like it's so annoying well that's because they spend all that time thinking the only thing that's important is the you know being a republican or a democrat and even if you are part of the green party libertarian party constitution party they can't seem to classify that so they just throw you on the other side yeah. whatever side they're not on you're on the you know and that's how that goes and just thinking why why can't people think and use their brains at all? Why is this so hard? The first thing they go is like, oh yeah, you love Trump, or yeah, you vote for Biden. I'm like, why does anybody ever ask the question? We're like, okay, before we go further with this conversation, who do you support? Do you not support somebody? <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. And then as soon as they say it, and if you don't like it, then maybe you could be like, well, I think that's stupid. But at least ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, people have... You know, it's what is it? It's projecting. And so, you know, people have these pre-prescribed ideas of what others on the other side in particular are supposed to supposed to be, what they're supposed to embody, what they're supposed to stand for, who they're supposed to support, X, Y, Z, whatever. Like they already have it in mind. And God forbid that gets challenged and they'd have to go back and think about something and maybe even question their own stances and beliefs. And, you know, how they fit into this world and what they've done to better it or what they do to just sit and wag their fingers and cry and bitch about it. Like most people actually do. I'm just like so sick of these people who like they're acting like they're the victims, but they align with the establishment. I'm like, that's not a thing. Like if you if you can't be a victim, if you align with the establishment and, you know, and right now, like. The establishment is basically the left, the Democratic Party, a lot of, uh, you know, Bill Crystal Republicans, quote unquote, like all these like mm -hmm. neocons, uh, you know, I, it's just disgusting. Like I've always been it's it's so funny because like, you know, and go back in time and you guys can tell me what your thoughts were, too, at the moment. But like, you know, gearing up for the in the in the campaign season with you know, the million and three Republican candidates for president going um, into 2016. It's like there were all these people, very, all of them, like very different, mostly different, or like you could start to like categorize, like put a couple of them in the same category. But it was like a, a pretty large spectrum, I'd say. And, um, you know, Trump wasn't my guy ever at all. You know, didn't vote for him. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's like, then all of a sudden, 
there was this never Trump Republican group. And I was like, oh, that's rich. That's interesting. And I was always skeptical of those people. And I think that was like when I really awakened to what the difference was between a neocon and even just like the regular like normal con Republic Republican light, like basically Republican voter. But it was really interesting. Like Trump wasn't a part of the establishment. Yeah. And things were different. And, you know, it's just. It doesn't mean he's great or doing any of the right things, but it's like he's the minority and anybody who thinks otherwise and that like they're the victim of his oppression or something right now is just like, I don't think you're paying attention or living on the same planet as me. But if you say stuff like that, then you like Trump too much. I'm racist or something. Yeah, right? Like... You don't hate him enough, and that's a big problem. Because I'm not like Kathy Griffin and doing art where he either has a tiny penis or like his head's cut off or he's dead or like people are talking about, you know, poisoning his son and like wishing his children dead. It's like... Or raping his wife. That was a good one. <laughs> or raping his wife. Yeah. Or raping Melania, yeah. an, immig- an, immi- Ooh, that, yeah, an that is immigrant awful. woman. Like... <laughs> Oh, oh talk about talk about those Olympics. There's a oppression Olympics. Like, yeah, no, it's just I, unless you're like totally into depraved shit, then you like Trump or something weird. It's weird. I don't like it. I mean, if at all there's anybody who listens to this and has Trump derangement syndrome, I just have to go ahead and say to you. If there's somebody you really don't like that really gets on your nerves, you know, the worst way to react is to let them like be the center of most of your thoughts and anger. In fact, if there's somebody yes. I don't like, I don't give them any attention at all. Even I understand he's the president, but guess what? The world's going to continue going on. If you acknowledge Trump as president, he's still going to be president. If you don't acknowledge him as president, he's still going to be president. So why am I going to go ahead and stress myself out? make stupid paintings about his small penis if he even have me go I, I don't care about I don't give penis. a shit but yeah I really don't care I've been that's probably we've probably ruined the night of everybody who's listening because now everybody's thinking about <laughs> Trump's penis but you're welcome <laughs> but it's just a lot of people just give way too much time I, I've talked about how I'll be on dating profiles tinder uh. it doesn't matter which site and I've actually stopped even looking at it because that's how terrible it is I'll see it, and I feel bad for guys because most of the time I'm scrolling through and see the bisexual women, they're like, uh, must be over six feet, and I'm like, damn, girl, that's the only thing in your profile. You have nothing else, not not any preferences. You prefer if he likes to, you know, be adventurous, hike, or whatever. No, just he has to be over six feet. And then you'll have the chicks who will put uh, no Trumpers or whatever. I'm like, that's on your profile. You thought it was so important that it's on your dating profile. That tells me that you are unbalanced and that you would let any loser be the center of your universe. That is not somebody I want to date. I don't bother with that. I don't even put that I'm libertarian on my dating profile because I would just prefer to watch the woman's face just totally, like her eyes widen as I start talking about liberty. And she's like, what the hell did I get myself into? I want to see that in person. Yeah. Now, Kim. I feel like they all short circuit. (laughs) 
Kim, as a lesbian, I think maybe in some ways you're braver than us because you actually like want to deal with females <laughs> more than we do. Um, okay, I don't even know if it's want. It's just that that is that, what I'm attracted yeah, to. And that's and where you're I've going tried for. dating guys. Yeah, I've tried dating guys and, you know, they're, I've had some great guys and actually some really hot boyfriends. I'm just like, you know what? Your sister is really hot. And so it just, just happens. Guess that's just how I'm going to yep. go. No, it just happens. And Jesse, you have, you you know have been married for a while now, and you have never been on these dating sites, I imagine. But dear Lord, like me as a straight female that doesn't like you know want to just party with the squad in DC or something like me <laughs> trying to find like a decent guy and somebody who lives in my area, somebody who's like gainfully employed and looking for just you know a decent match i found one luckily enough and you know he was the first one that i matched with and like thank god and here we are yeah there were people there were guys that you know actually had the small package enough to make comments like they didn't want girls that voted for trump like, could you even imagine, like, the small dick there? And yes. I was just like, oh, my God, you, you felt the need to comment and weed out girls that might have voted for Trump. Like, you are the least attractive person on the planet now if you think, like, you can't, one, that you felt the need to do that. And then, like, two, if there was, like, a chick that voted for Trump that you couldn't date her or, like, I don't know, like maybe try to win her over in an argument and win her heart and, you know, change her ways and change her mind. And, you know, I think you're wrong. And I'd rather I'd rather convince a guy who voted for Trump to never vote again than be stupid enough mm-hmm. to, like, have a guy <laughs> vote for Trump once and then vote for Biden this time or something like that. Oh. Like, I'd rather all of us move away from voting and thinking that, it solves things that it's the right and only way and that you know continuing to put our rights up for a vote is moral or it is sophisticated is civilized it's not it's none of those things it, and it's the most selfish thing because it it's it's constantly saying hey I'm going to vote because I feel like I have the I'm right so to important. control what everybody else deals exactly. with exactly you know if I'm pro-life, therefore I feel like everybody else has to be pro-life. So I'm voting for this candidate because they're pro-life. And everybody else has to deal with that. And I know that's a really touchy mm-hmm. one, and that's why I picked yeah. it. But, you know, that's one of those <laughs> ones where, you know, a lot of people want to force one thing on. And I'm like, we need to stop that. I really would love for the whole country to just one day decide, yes. hey, we're all going to stay home. I know it's not going to happen, but we're I all going to stay home. Let's see what they do and see if they still elect a president, no matter if we even, like, lifted a finger to, to vote and see if they, they were like, well, nobody voted. So we decided in the RNC and DNC, we're going to battle it out. We're going to have a duel and whoever wins the fight is the president. I bet you it would go like that. And most people would go, well, damn, I guess we really didn't have any control if they just sat their ass down and didn't vote and watch and see how these people in power would react. Cause they would still find a way to keep power. Even if we just didn't do anything. Yeah. Even if we weren't as, as compliant in it. Well, I mean, the, Look at, I mean, just look at the options that we have. And that's the thing I, that's where the, I feel like the voting really doesn't matter. 
South Park did a really good episode about this back in like this was I think when Obama was running for the maybe the first or second time I can't remember but basically they're making fun of voting and this I mean South Park was way ahead of their time I'm telling you this is when um, Puff Daddy had the voter die campaign and so he made a <laughs> he made it into the show the episode that that particular day but the candidates that they were they were trying to vote on who the mascot would be for their priest or for their elementary school oh my gosh and it was it came down to a douchebag a giant douchebag <laughs> and a turd sandwich yes and Thank God. everybody Thank God. was like i don't want to vote for either of these people like nobody wanted the either mascot and they were like how did these two how did it come down to these two and they were like i wanted to vote for the unicorn or whatever and then, of course, Puff Daddy had the vote or die campaign. So everybody was like, we better vote or we're going to die. <laughs> but I feel like that's where we are right now. Like, I feel like which one? I feel like Trump is the giant douche and Biden is the turd sandwich. And well, it's Biden under the guise of like Kamala Harris actually being yeah. president. And I just really love that she slipped up. <laughs> Brain yeah. basically said her yeah. administration the with the Biden. I was like, we all knew that was. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, we knew that was the point, you idiots. He's like half dead. We knew that was what your plan was. Yeah. Like when they slipped up and tried to make that seem like it was great. I'm like, we saw that coming, morons. Yeah. But it, it really yeah. is. Like, and I think we've all, exactly. we've all said stuff like this before, but it was like Kamala or Kamala, whatever the hell her name is or pronunciation is. Um, Camel toe. Kamala. Yeah, it's Kamala. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Monica Perez, for that <laughs> for that easy way of remembering it. But you know, she was like she was absolutely one of the least popular Democratic candidates in the running. Like nobody liked her. Tulsi demolished her. Um, you know, the media loved her just because you know she checked the boxes that she was not white and a female, obviously, and then. And then left. You have to be left and you have to be hardline establishment, say whatever they want you to say, go for it, and then dabble with enough progressive talking points that, uh, you know, they won't um, not celebrate you enough. And and so they add her on to this Biden ticket, knowing that that man is going to die or they're going to let him die or they're going to have him die. He's not lasting very long. You know, he's not going to last very long, no matter what. And Mm -mm. that's known, I think. And so they have like one of the least popular people from the from the primaries, basically now as the lead candidate, I mean, lead nominee, Mm -hmm. because, again, we all know that Biden's literally just the. I don't know what's the word. He's the Trojan horse, or no, he's not. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to, I don't know what to call him. But it's just, just it's it's. Cr- they should have known that they should have gone to Tulsi when I talked about it on in, uh, the Make Liberty Great Again podcast with Cam that the Democrats really missed it as soon as Tulsi was like she came out just blasting that cuties movie from Netflix, and nobody else yeah. did. Nobody on the left nobody on the right and not even like joe jorgensen said a damn thing about it she was the only one i was like democrats 
this is what you need. Somebody who will tell, who will fiercely stand up and say what she wants, she has to say, because something needs to be said about this, but not a single other candidate bothered at all. Not even the Libertarian Party. And that's not a surprise. That's Mm -hmm. also disappointing. I mean, for better and for worse, Tulsi's better than a lot of them. Better than all of the DNC, probably better than the LP, like, than the the, LP (laughs) National, like, you know, obviously she's so wrong on certain things, but, like, she is right on the money on certain other, you know, very important things, and I thought that, like, her not being afraid to take out Kamala Harris during that debate was brilliant. I just wish she did more of it. I can't, I mean, I can't blame her because, I mean, like, you know, not everybody's Ron Paul, but she was a lot braver and said a lot more daring things and put herself out there a lot more than most people in politics ever do, left or right. I think what what really just kind of disappointed me is that when, you know, she, you know, threw her hat, she threw her hat in or whatever you call it, she she quit her campaign. Yeah. And then she decided that she was going to endorse Biden. And I'm just like, why? I know. Why'd she do that? I can't believe she did that. The thing about like the left, this really just shows like the hypocrisy of the left even more. And I guess I'm more bothered by hypocrisy than or most people are, but it's just really bothersome to me that the left who has been screaming about how misogynistic and how rapey Trump is and how he's so inappropriate and he says the wrong things and he's racist and all these other things. And Biden has done every single thing that they've complained about Trump doing. He's so bad. In a very short period of time. Very publicly. And so, I mean, it just makes me realize, like, you really... You guys really, it all comes down to the D behind their name. You have no principles. You have, you stand for absolutely nothing. Like all these things don't matter to you. Yeah. A good portion of people are just useful idiots, really. They're just good enough to, to have them vote for, you know, the D, like vote for the D (laughs) or R. And and that's, that's all they're good for. And they're really good at it, which is fascinating and really depressing that it's just they will anything with an r or d they'll go for it and it's just it's every party i mean the people's like yeah if they have an l i'll vote for it i'm like that person's a moron that person just actually espouses everything that is not libertarian i do not care i will not vote for them i would probably this is when i was actually still voting i was like i'd rather vote for this republican because i actually have more in common with them i want to go where the liberty is but people are just like, well, we have to vote our party or our party will lose out. Or in the case of the LP, we'll never get anywhere. I'm like, actually, you shouldn't get anywhere. You're a bunch of garbage, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, exactly. Like, people, people like Twitter, the libertarian Twitter is so excited for Joe Jorgensen. I'm like, I am 0% enthused. And I can't rally behind her. I mean, I don't see her doing anything. And 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 this is another like even Gary Johnson was somewhat more exciting than her. Yeah. She's just like wallpaper. She's just there. And she already had her Aleppo moment with the whole uh Wait, what? I want to hear what was what was the Aleppo moment? 
Well, she just had to announce it on Twitter that she was bitten by a bat. And that's why she couldn't go to an engagement. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I was taught as a candidate. She was bit by a bat? Of, yeah, she was bitten by a bat. She announced that on Twitter. Bitten by a bat. I'm like, okay, number one, that should have been after we had like this whole fight about, you know, COVID coming from Wuhan and bats and stuff. That's what you're going to go with. Why would you ever have to do that? I was trained. If you have something personal, you say, I have prior engagements that I need to get to. Unfortunately, I cannot make it to this engagement. But, you know, you know, just kind of wish them luck or, you know, some message that has to do with the rally or whatever she's attending. And that's how you do it. But no, she had to announce that she was bitten by a bat. And to me, that was the level moment. I'm like, boom. Nobody's going to vote for libertarians anyway, especially in this election when it's all every election is like the most important election of our time. And so not many people vote for libertarians because they don't want to risk it or whatever the hell excuse they want to use. Yeah. And so she goes with that. I'm like, great. There's your level moment is now over. Nobody's going to forget that. And then they're like, tr- they tried to own it. They tried to call her Batwoman. I'm like, she's not even exciting. Like a Batwoman suit yeah. with no human being in it is more exciting than Joe Jorgensen. I didn't know about this bat incident, and I'm really, like, upset that I didn't know about it sooner. <laughs> I enjoy it, actually, and maybe it would have convinced me <laughs> that, uh, I don't know, no, actually, that's just dumb. And what the hell was she doing where she was bit by a bat? Yeah, that's just the weirdest thing. I was just like, I really hope somebody just took control of her Twitter and, you know, they issued an apology, but nope, nope, she was bitten by a bat, and they tried to make memes I like Batwoman and all that. I'm like, she's just not exciting. You know, I'm just because she has a vagina doesn't mean I want to. Oh, left libertarians can't meme. Oh, yeah. It, it's literally like, I don't want to say a missing chromosome. It's just something, a couple screws loose missing. Like, cannot meme. You're not funny. <laughs> yeah. Which is embarrassing. Just... I'm glad I'm no longer on the left. She just has a hard time, like, I don't know where she's, like, doing her interviews or how she's getting out there, but she's not. And, I mean, I know people that are trying to get her on their podcast so they can interview her, but... I don't know why. She's always saying she's too busy. Like, I don't know what I would have to say to her. Busy doing what? Exactly. Like, I don't hear you doing anything. You're not making any of your stuff public Uh anywhere. So, I would be, like, trying to do as many different you know podcast as possible i don't know it just seems ridiculous to me that's that's an advantage it makes you seem more grassroots because when we do hear trump or biden or camilla camel toe ever <laughs> just on a random podcast that makes you seem more grassroots if you are willing to just like hey i'll jump on this podcast it has like two people listen to it but hey as much exposure as i can get Though, if I had her on my podcast, she probably would just shut that down because I would ask her all the most insulting questions like, why are you like a wet blanket? Why, uh, <laughs> there I have a lot of questions and not very <laughs> yeah. positive and I need you to answer Why them are you milk toast? <laughs> yeah. why, why are you more milk toast than Gary Johnson? Yeah, I mean, Spike Cohen it does a better job in his interviews. And I mean, even that's not great. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just, she's not exciting at all. She's, I mean... The reason why Trump won, let's just be real, is even though he wasn't likable, he was fun to watch. You know, he was entertaining. And that's what we want as a president. We live in the United States. We don't live in Germany or anywhere else in hellhole Europe. 
you know, we want our, we want our leaders to be exciting and entertaining. (laughs) You know, honestly, isn't that why we voted for Obama too? I mean, it was like, yes, our first black president. And not only that, but he likes basketball. He he goes on the daily show. He's he's funny. I mean, let's be real. I mean, I remember pictures of him with his shirt off walking on the beach in Hawaii and stuff like that. Cool. You know? <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Yeah, be a normal human. Damn. Yeah. The human element yeah. is important. I think in most European countries, they have a whole different viewpoint on like what their leaders are supposed to look like. I mean, look at Angela Merkel. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not Not attractive, but you know. She's she's getting it done whether people uh, agree with what she does Extra or not. Extra woof. She literally looks factory made and like not in a good way. She actually looks like the Simpson character that uh I forgot where I saw the animation. She looks like a they made her into like a Simpson character and looked exactly like her. I was like, wow, I don't can't oh tell if that's God. a cartoon or her. What's going on with that? Yeah. I mean the Simpsons, you know, are ahead of their time <laughs> yes. in a lot of ways. So Oh yeah, predicting everything. Yep. Oh, no. Look at this kitty. Oh, yeah. My cat is just loving this podcast hour right now because he's just laying on me and I'm such (laughs) a shit, though. Right, Howard? Right, Howard Rourke? (laughs) Howard Rourke from, uh, what is that, like, is it The Fountainhead? There it is, yeah, Fountainhead. Yep. I knew I wanted a ginger cat to name him Howard, and I saw this guy, and... It, you know, it was uh, history in the making. Sorry, just detoured us on the cat. Sorry, I like cats. <laughs> Guess that's not a surprise. You know, I'll be that. I do have three cats. We are cat. You have three cats? <laughs> yeah. They fit in your apartment? Yep, and I'm allergic <laughs> to cats. Oh my gosh. I don't know how we don't hear them meowing right now, like during our recordings with you. Like, I've never seen a cat during a recording. Oh, they're not allowed into the, to the room because oh. if that hair gets everywhere, I will be sneezing and my eyes will be messed up. Oh my gosh. Crazy cat ladies. <laughs> what do you know? It's well, I mean, I can't have a dog in this tiny apartment, you know, though my neighbors, you know, they definitely do because I can hear that dog barking all damn day. Oh my God. Ha- anybody who has a dog in an apartment, uh, what are you doing? I mean, I know my brother and sister-in-law just moved out of their apartment and they had a dog while living there. I guess it was pretty quiet there, but it's like, I feel oh. so bad for dogs in apartments. Yeah. It's like, where are they going to run? It's cruel. How do you guys react when you see like incel Trump tards talking about women not shouldn't be allowed to vote because that's how we got where we are now? I always tell them, like, okay, well, you know, number one, of course, all three of us would probably go, well, I don't think anybody <laughs> should be voting. But at yeah. the same time, I'm thinking, all right, so if we cut out all the women, you really think that every guy would vote the way you wanted? And then they still try yeah. to blame the fact that there are guys who will vote super far left on women. I'm like, you can't just blame every problem that you have on somebody who has a vagina. That's just not how that works. It's just as bad as women who decide to, uh, like, blame men for everything but then they actually just lead a shitty yeah. life and that's why their life is crap it's just when people say stuff like that i'm just like number one people shouldn't vote because you don't know what's good anyway i was like if, let's not even go with that let's go with landowners because then that would cut out <laughs> a hell of a lot of incels that are just sitting there in their basement in their mom's basement yeah like, we'll go with landowners if we're gonna yeah. go with that argument okay yeah 
under the law, like anybody's allowed to own land, you know, as long as they legitimately do so. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what body parts you have attached to you or not attached to you, mm-hmm. for that matter. Yeah, you know, whatever your anatomy is, like, if you... I, I don't know. Like, I, I think, like, the land owning or, like, property owning, like, having something that's connected to this quote-unquote society or civilization that goes back to our evil racist <sighs> founding fathers only wanted white landowners hate to break it too but everybody was racist and if you're well wealthy enough you had a slave i mean it sucks but it's true the north had slaves (laughs) the north had slaves yeah like why i was asking that is because you know i kind of got into an argument with a guy today but it reminded me of like just think a pattern that i've seen with some guys just when i first started becoming um a libertarian and i'm online and i'm interacting with with these people i start seeing certain and it's always a dude it's never a chick obviously well chicks have a whole different thing they do but it's always like a dude he starts out libertarian and then he just gets really far right and it's almost like racist and and sometimes Mm -hmm. it is just straight racist we've seen that yep um but i knew like me and cam we actually were friends with this one guy who was awesome and he seemed really cool at first. And then we started seeing his trajectory, you know, first off we were really excited because it was like a black guy who was a libertarian, which is rare. I mean, it just is. So we were kind of like, okay, let's check this guy out. And he was military, which that also made him interesting because, you know, he's anti-war and all that stuff. But then I started seeing him posting stuff about how like, Women shouldn't be allowed to vote. They all need to just, women just, all they want is to get married and have babies. And that's what makes them happy. <laughs> like lesbian over here. I don't know how that works. That's what I did. That's the lifestyle I chose. And I am happy with that. But I'm not, I am, I believe that women are individuals too. And so not every woman wants that for their life. And you know, I may think that voting is yeah. pointless, but I don't think that we need to, like, you know, say they shouldn't be allowed to vote either. It's our problem is, is that at this point, people want to vote just mm-hmm. right or left, no matter what. And instead of looking to the fact that the system's messed up, the system's set up yeah. to fail, they want to find something else to blame down the line. So they stop short of going... Because if you're really using all your logic, you're going, hey, wait a minute. It's not so much that women voting is the issue. It's just the fact that this is what we have to vote for. Yes. And yeah, we're, we're faced with every four years that if you, if you don't get enough votes for your side, well, you're going to be stuck suffering with the other side and what they want. They don't go that far. They want to find a scapegoat to blame. So they go with women. I'm like, dude, even if women are like, if there were more women voters, there, you know, it's not like there are never mm-hmm. any men who vote the same way. Like, you can't just go and blame women. And then they still try to say that women are at fault for that. And I think a lot of that comes from, because I've seen somebody recently that we all know start to sink into, like, <laughs> alt-right in seldom. And I saw it when I spent some time actually hanging out with people in the alt-right. I was, like, in one of their groups. And which actually had a surprising amount of minorities in it, but always like minorities who just don't self-affirm or whatever. And they were just thought to be the one smart <laughs> minority in their like, their race or whatever. 
But it just, it's a uh. common thing. It's because they don't feel like they have any power. That's why they hate minorities, because minorities are what, they're a special group to the left, and they don't like women because there are feminists that are basically shouting down every man who breathes on the planet. So instead of saying, something's wrong with this kind of person who thinks this mm-hmm. way, and there are men who think that way too, they just blame it on every woman. They can't seem to do it because they feel like women emasculate them because they're always that asshat that has to say something stupid like, well, I'm a nice guy. And I'm like, dude, if you're a nice guy, you wouldn't have to qualify for it. Qualify that by saying yeah. you're a nice guy. You would just exist as a nice guy because that's just the, as I had a friend say, that's yeah. just the baseline for any human is just to be a nice person. But they just yeah. feel so emasculated by women because not every woman wants to just jump on top of them. You know, you know the fact that they exist should just mean all the yeah. poontang is supposed to chase them or whatever. So they just get to this point where they blame everything on women because they just hate them because women don't just jump onto them. They're like, well, they always go for all these assholes. I'm like, at least the asshole is actually just acting like a, you know, they're not like an automaton sitting behind a freaking keyboard trying to look cool. This asshole is probably out there doing stuff. And even though he's a jerk, you know, he's got some sort of confidence and I just think it comes from that kind of line of thinking where, you know, they're just emasculated by things. So they blame all women as opposed to blame the situation we've been put in because not every person acts exactly yeah. the same or thinks exactly and the same. I think that what I've seen, too, is just, you know, like, and I think there's some truth to what they're saying, to be honest, like about the female voting situation, because I do feel like. Like, if you really look back at the history yeah. of when women got the vote, you know, not that long after, then you had um, um, Prohibition, which was uh, women, when the women got the right to vote, that was what they lobbied for, was Prohibition. And that brought a whole bunch of other problems. But, and the reason why women voted for Prohibition... Can we blame the government poisoning the public? Can we blame the government poisoning the public on women? Yeah, see, this is the problem. I think we should in that instance. But the reason why women voted for that is because a lot of women's husbands were coming home when they would get drunk, they would beat them. And so they oh, thought in a very true. simplistic way, if we make it illegal, my husband will stop drinking and he'll stop beating me. But the problem oh, really man. was the sickness within certain men who want to beat their wi- their wives. And they think that their husbands will simply become less abusive, I guess. If they don't drink. But another thing. That might make them more abusive now. Yeah. And then another like a recent argument I got with in with a guy is he said that, well, the reason why women vote Democrat is because they want to kill their babies. And I was like, no, that's not the reason why, though. Women choose abortion for a multitude of reasons. And to simplify it to just that is so idiotic. And it just makes you look like such a moron. Yeah. It's like not all of us can even have children. What are you talking about? (laughs) Right. And then it's like a lot. When I remember when I was pregnant with both of my kids, I would be in those little like mom groups that were all, you know, pregnant and hormonal and Mm -hmm. fighting with each other online. But sometimes there would would be a girl that would be like, well, my, my boyfriend or my husband is cheating on me or he relapsed back into drugs and I don't want to take this baby on you know alone I don't know what to do I'm really thinking about abortion and a lot of us would try to talk her out of it like if you don't want it I'll adopt it that kind of thing but that's a large part of the reason I mean it's a 
made that decision is made not just because they're selfish and they want to party. It's because they're scared. And if we, the, if those of us who are pro-life realize this and we come with, come at people like that. And from that perspective, wouldn't it be so much better than if you're just saying, well, you're the Democrat and you just want to kill your babies. Like that doesn't fix anything. <laughs> doesn't have. Yeah. I mean, that's one reason why I think women are not attracted to the right or the libertarian movement because of people like that that just are very loud and they think that that's how the rest of the group thinks, you know? And let's be real. A lot of libertarian men are just like neckbeards. Sorry, <laughs> neckbeards, but come on. Like, go outside, get a tan. Sorry, neckbeards. Shave it. Yeah. Shave it, fix it. It's your choice and you're making the wrong choice, but you have the opportunity to make the right choice. Yeah. You guys were right. And I think, and I agree with you, like voting doesn't fix the problem. So voting, you know, like those women who were being beat by their husbands and wanted to get rid of alcohol in hopes that that would end all of it, it backfired big time, probably. And, and it hurt the whole nation by doing that. So it seems to me like a lot of these problems that we vote for needs to be addressed by our communities. If there's a problem, especially if you know your neighbor is beating his wife, that's your on you. It's your responsibility to do something about it. You know, if you know that someone close to you is being abused, you're responsible. You report it or you do something about it. It certainly shouldn't be up for a national vote. Exactly. Like the, the idea that these people in Washington get to dictate, and and again, it's like, you know, maybe 50-50 or 50-50%, like only a certain percentage of the country actually votes. We saw a very, very low, lackluster turnout for the last election, and I'm sure we'll see something probably similar just because so many people are disaffected, they're just not voting, like... You know, for whatever reason, people don't vote. There's going to be a ton of people don't vote who don't vote. And really, like, if you looked at the people who don't vote, like, more people didn't vote for an oppressor mm -hmm. than who did. And so, you know, we're going to have a voting body of the public. They're going to go out there and it's going to be somewhere... Roughly, I don't know. I, I really don't know at this point who it's going to go to. Like, some days I think maybe it's in the bag for Trump. Other days I'm like, there's no way they're going to let him win again. Like, I, I, again, still don't, I don't, I don't know. But, um, so, you know, but that whatever a small percentage of the country votes for affirmatively and asks for and does so by going to the ballot box stamping this person's name and saying that yes i want this person to rule all of our lives it doesn't affect just them it doesn't affect just the other people that decide to go vote it, it affects everybody and, and it shouldn't be that way at all and back when i even bothered trying to talk to people in the comment section you know it was like here i was trying to just not even pick sides but say how ridiculous it was that the government the federal government is so intrusive in our lives that you know the fact that we're even having these conversations about 
things that should be up to the individual. And, um, you know, somebody was like, what do you like? What's the evidence that they're involved in our lives? And it's like, I, I can't help you if you're that brain dead. But a lot of people really don't see it. And, you know, people like us see their tendrils everywhere and they are everywhere. They're, they literally touch everything. There's not a single item that happens in our day. Like, I should actually try tomorrow to see if there's something in my day that I experience that isn't somehow affected by the federal government. It's like, yeah, but it'll probably be very difficult. And it's like so much has been diverted to the feds, diverted to the feds, diverted to the feds. And... I wish people like would even be open to the consideration that it just shouldn't be a federal issue. Mm-mm. Like we could have a rational conversation yeah. about how to just, you know, do like, I think everybody's also so critical of what Trump has done or didn't do in response to this COVID thing. But I think the best thing he did do was leave a lot of it to the States as he should have. And as he was supposed to do, as it's supposed yes. to be. The question really should have been, what what am I going to do for myself and my family? Am I going to mask up? Am I going to tell my parents or my grandparents that I'll just get their groceries for them? That's what it all comes down to. The individual has to decide. Am I going to increase my intake of vitamin D? Yeah, it doesn't need to be. A, yeah. Like at the end of the month in our state, the mask mandates will be gone. And there are some people that are just like, Really? God, I need to move to Tennessee. They are just there sticking the carrot further up their butthole because they want that mask so bad. And then the rest of us are like, we're just hoping that our governor doesn't give in to these carrot sitters and put more of of a mandate on us for another 30 days. I will (laughs) lose it. That is so refreshing that you guys even have an end date in sight. Like whether it gets pushed or not, like that's... That is amazing. I live in Maryland and it is not free. And I. Well, that's not a surprise in Maryland. Yeah. I know. I'm looking for my escape routes and pushing for more and more of them every day. I don't have kids. I'm like, I can't wait to homeschool some babies and homestead and live not with these people who want this kind of life for me and my children. That I don't have yet, but just for the children that do exist, like, I don't agree with you people and I don't want to be with you. <sighs> yeah, it's really, it's crazy. And then going back to, oh gosh, this just tells me how much we need to, the libertarians who actually want to talk about liberty need to speak up because I had definitely a Gen Zer, cool person in her early 20s. So, she tells me that she is a libertarian, right? And, you know, all of us who are of an older age bracket, usually when we hear, you know, <laughs> something like that, we want to get excited. But I've learned these days, I'm like, wait a minute, let me yeah. test how libertarian this person is. We mm. get into the debate and I'm like, I don't think we should be outsourcing all this stuff to the federal government. It should be the state government. She goes in with the argument and it's like, so say we had a government and it was doing everything perfectly and I just wanted to tell her, stop talking right there. <laughs> uh-uh, because gross. that doesn't make any sense. No. I'm all like, I mean, I would be willing to live in a society that was actually real small government. Like, 
literal constitution government. That sounds I would like a dream. That than what we have now. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's still. But the fact that she had to present it that way, I'm like, the fact that you had to present it that way to me should tell you something's wrong. And as soon as you say something like that, I start to think you're not as libertarian as as I think you are. And then I was telling her, okay, one of the things I don't agree with because. This seems to get a lot of the younger people. I'm like, I do not think that talking about sex education should be something they do in a public school. And we had a debate for about 30 minutes about that. I'm like, not a real libertarian at all. Because why would you? I'm like, she was thinking that she's like, what if we had a representative, like, you know, or we had people like the federal government had like a no. guideline. No. That, and they gave it to all the schools. And I was just thinking the more she spoke, I'm like, literally, you know what libertarian means. Oh my God. Goodness, she basically just justified the board of or like the Department of Education and sexified it. Like, why? None of that's libertarian. No, and that's hashtag not a not a real libertarian. I mean, there there's also another chick that we all know really well that she used to be a libertarian and then became a Republican again, and now everything that happens, it's wrong in the world. Is because libertarians are totally hypocritical about it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask this person that. I'm all like, okay, so you need to choose because a lot of the stuff they say, and this is actually correct, that the Libertarian Party itself, anyway, largely ineffective. So they will talk about how ineffective libertarians are. This is not reality, you know, this is you guys need to get your heads out of your butt. But then at the same time want to say that we're the ones who screw up stuff. I'm like, you gotta make up your mind. We're either ineffectual or we affect things. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. have it both ways. So this is this is the same chick who she unfriended me because I told her that so paying for Disney is basically like putting giving money to straight to a pedophile so they can go and just buy a child prostitute. And she got mad at me and unfriended me for that because she's a huge Disney fan, got Disney Plus, like, as soon as it came out. And then, you know, Cuties came out, right? And everybody's up up on Facebook and everywhere else on the internet complaining about Cuties and how we need to cancel Netflix. She made a comment how libertarians are basically saying that Cuties is A-OK and, you know, supporting pedophilia. Like only if you're not paying attention. No, I mean no, she's not. She and she's calling libertarians hypocrites. And I'm just you guys have no idea how much I wanted to to say something, but I just didn't because you know, what is the point, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There the people who think that way don't want to change their minds, but it just fascinates me. It's okay, so these are the people who say, you know, like not all, you know, if we had a debate and talk about, you know, if we try to say all black people were awful people <laughs> that are gangsters and will kill everybody and do drugs, you'd be like, no, 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 not all black people are like that. But as soon as you say libertarian, we can just throw them all in a big old group. It doesn't matter that they're all sorts of, like, flavors and variety. We're all, like, pedophilia. We love it. It's just something we support. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. I, I also, this is why I don't, I try to make a different, like, a a line between liberals and the left because there are liberals that do not like right. what the left is right mm -hmm. now. And I make sure that I go ahead and say those people I can probably get somewhere with because they're not happy with their party. And then there's a far left who can't think for anything just as 
the far right, right. can't think about anything because they're too far right. But then you have conservatives that are actually like, uh, I don't like where the Republican Party is going. Yep. But, you know, but when it comes to libertarians, apparently we're all just one, like, amalgamation of people who just love pedophilia. Uh, just, it's disgusting. No. There's pedophiles in every party. I was going to so say. it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, I mean, they're probably yeah. hiding amongst a lot of people, but then I think more openly on the left, based on what we've seen oh, on yeah. Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and and just Hollywood and, you know, um, but what I was also going to say is, like, it's funny that, you know, some people might have this opinion that, like, libertarians are okay with pedophiles, because really, like, all the libertarians, quote-unquote, liberty people that I talk to or in their circles of, it's like, our favorite memes are about, like, sticking pedophiles and wood chippers. So, yeah. Right. You know, I don't, I don't know. You know, it doesn't seem to match up. Yeah. It's probably because they they saw the one or two libertarians that were, like you were saying, the ones that hide in every party and every group of people, no matter what, that say something like, oh, you know, the age of consent is ridiculous. They should be able to consent. And they saw those one or two libertarians and decided it was the whole party. That's what we want. I'm like... Not everybody, I was like, did you miss the part where, like, the most libertarians are like, uh, no, my child cannot consent at that age. That is freaking gross. You are disgusting. They miss that whole part. And they just see these people because I think a lot of, some libertarians, and it's usually the ones who want to use things for their advantage, will go way too far to the extreme. And they just will defend the most ridiculous things because they're like, oh, I thought it's about liberty. I can do whatever I want. I'm like, yeah, you can. But now you're starting to step into a zone where you're harming somebody. Yeah, that that's where it stops. Libertarians have we do have rules. There actually really are some pretty strict rules that we have. And the biggest one is do not hurt other people. Do not. And pedophilia is pretty simple. Obviously hurting someone else. It's hurting somebody who is too young to understand what you're doing to them and too young to give consent. That is 100 percent. Like breaking the biggest rule that we have within our of our all of our principles, and that's what we, you know our our line is: do not hurt people and don't take their stuff. And it basically breaks both those yeah. rules. You're taking someone's innocence and you're hurting yep. them. Yeah. So, and when people yeah. tell me like, "Oh, well, libertarians just believe that you can just do whatever," I'm like, "No, we don't." We have very, we have a very hard uh-huh. da- down the line rule: do not hurt other people. There are lines, and I don't think that, um, I don't think that maybe we don't make that get that message across, or maybe the message is getting blurred. But I don't know. But we need to make sure that we <laughs> definitely get that across to people we come in contact with. It's because the the only thing they see is. Well, we're talking about like on a big stage, not just even just Facebook where most of us see libertarians doing weird shit. But <laughs> like on a grand stage, all these people who don't pay attention to that or barely pay attention to us on social media only see the LP and they are yeah. terrible yeah, at messaging. So terrible. Well, do you guys remember when, was it, who was it that that he put up like a a quote from the Satanic Bible on Twitter or something. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> something. Can dumb. you pick something more divisive like than was, Satanism? Yeah, that was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if if you're that, like, there's a difference between being inclusive because there are certain things where to be inclusive, I will talk about them even though, you know, 
you know, I'm the weird lesbian Christian here. But, you know, I'll talk about it. But then there are moments where you should just be like, we, we'll be inclusive by not specifically pointing things out. Like, it was like, hey, we're cool with this group, so we're going to post a meme about that. And everybody freaks out. I'm like, how about you just say, hey, we welcome all beliefs. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. There you go. Done. <laughs> Donezo. Wow. I mean, I would say that about like, you know, I would probably have be cringed out if we did Bible verses all the time, you know? Because I feel like, you know, a lot of libertarians yeah. aren't Christians. It would be, Why would we it would be out of do place. that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I remember like in Tennessee, they were trying to make the state book the Bible. And I was like, no, that's a bad idea. And then no. why not chewed out by let's that? Let's go back to the whole. Let's go back to that. Like, why? Does I like the for, state. Exactly. That's exactly my question. I was like, Losers. we don't need a book. Losers. <laughs> I mean, good. Uh, no, right. no yeah, books. Everybody go like, read. No you, state book. Yeah, like, there's just got to be a point where even Christians are like, and, you know, I applaud. There's there's several, and actually some of them are libertarians, mm-hmm. and uh, that was when we, I was on MLGA with Cam with uh, somebody we called the base boomer, <laughs> uh, Mark Presidents, because he is just a staunch guy. He posts yeah. like a boomer all over his wall. But he's one of the people who's like, we, he, he keeps saying the boomers have failed. We tried to make religion the state thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is not how this should be. Yeah. And anybody who is actually a true believer should mm-hmm. understand that. Because if you look at the state, it has a mechanism for doing evil. And even if you try saying, hey, you know, if everybody followed God, they'd be great. Well, history has proved that people who claim they're Christians, not all of them have been yeah. great. So... I was like, it's really the personality that we should be concerned with. Thinking that you can make the Bible, the book, it's, that's just going to change yeah. the whole world. And the world's going to suddenly be great is a utopian dream. I don't, I don't know where they're getting that. I was like, in fact, it should be sacred enough that I wouldn't want the state touching that. That's my belief system. That is something that's sacred to me. And the state's just going to ruin that. That's going to get watered down. I don't want that kind of stuff mandated. That's my personal walk. And real Christians understand that your Christian walk is your Christian walk. It shouldn't be something you share with the state. That and it's voluntary. Life. Being uh, a Christian agreed. is a decision that you make. You choose to be a Christian. You don't force it down people's throats and force them to read these verses and sing these songs and, you know, recite these Bible verses. That's not what Christianity should be about at all. And that's a, that's a great way to make people into atheists. Yep. If we're truly... If we're true Christians, we don't force ourselves on us. I mean, Jesus didn't even do that crap. <laughs> and also, if it was really supposed to be a forced thing, don't you think God would have been like, I'm going to create all these people and they're all going to believe in me and they won't have any other decision. Yeah. Boom. That would have been solved, but that's obviously not how it is. And that would have been <laughs> so easy. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, it's one of those things where it's human nature to have a religion, you know? And whether you admit that you have one or not, or you adhere to one or not, is a different story. But, you know, the sad thing is, and the the truth that we all live in right now is that a lot of people's religion is that of the state. And we see that during election season more than ever, even though, you know, the past, what, three something years of Trump's presidency has been more obviously a religious like 
witch hunt than ever before, or at least in my living history and memory. Be careful of the crazy religious fanatic, religious fanatics that adhere to the state and, you know, tis the season. Or the statheist. The statheist. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Beware of the statheist. I mean, literally, like, get your sage. I don't know what else to burn, like, these days, because here I am trying to just, like, do my witchy shit and be peaceful and not care that I see so many friends of mine that are trying to get me to get me and get others to rock the vote register to vote i'm like you're encouraging enslavement and want me to be excited about it and i'm disgusted it's gonna be bad it's gonna be bad no matter what happens guys i mean it's so bad i really wish they would just put the true slogans out there so it's like hey rock the vote really means hey vote yeah. for your slave your slave <laughs> yeah vote for your vote slave vote owner for your slave owner Yep. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, let's let Kim do her plugs <laughs> as yep. Maddie's about yep. to pass out. Go, Kim. <laughs> I'm so, I'm literally horizontal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to go anyway. So, uh, well, I made it easy. Just whatever it is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And even if you want to hit me up on Gmail, all Lesbertarian, because nobody else. You know, thought of that, and I thought of that uh, name sometime when I was drinking a lot in a bar, and I thought it was funny and posted on Facebook, and then Cam made me make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it was born. But we're so glad to have you, and so glad to have you on our network. Um, check out Kim at Lesbertarian when she's not with us. She's obviously being very productive and running her own show as a solo badass bitch. But anyway, she's got to go do things, and uh, we've got to go to sleep. <laughs> Jesse, do you want to plug us now? <laughs> we're probably going to be most active on Instagram. So if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're Voluntary Vixens there. And then we're also on Facebook at Voluntary Vixens. And then, um, you know, I've been getting a little spicy on Twitter recently. So um, follow us at Vixens Voluntary there. And then um, if you ever feel the need or want to um, to donate to us for any reason whatsoever, or just because you like our content, you can donate at our Patreon, which is Vixens underscore voluntary. And I think that's it, right? I think I covered everything. Oh, yeah, we're on Parlor. <laughs> I'm barely we're ever parlor, posting anything there. We're not active. But we're um, at Parlor. Maybe we will be when we get... Uh... <laughs> When we get yeah, booted. When we get kicked off Twitter yeah. or Instagram. Yeah, when Facebook just like says shuts down my Whichever account, shuts account us good. down first. Cause uh Instagram is already uh, censoring us hardcore and you know, fact checking yes. us and being really That's real, it's real stupid. I know, I know, it's awful. But anyway, um everybody, you know, hope you stay well and be healthy and do what you need to do to make yourself feel all right right now because Lord knows it is bonkers out there. So we'll be here for you. Find us on Instagram. Share us with a friend if they can handle our uh, our thoughts. <laughs> but um, we'll see you next time. So in the meantime, keep it sane. Keep it peaceful. Keep it voluntary. Keep it voluntary.